Is a Yeezy still a Yeezy, even if it doesn't say Yeezy? We'll discuss this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, sneaker fam? Welcome back to another Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast. As always, I am your host, Matty Ice. I hope that this finds you well. It is another great Tuesday, which means we have some fresh content coming for you here. Last week, we talked about Halloween sneakers. We talked about the ones that were the best this time of year, or at least the ones that in terms of the history of Halloween and how the Air Force One was so integral in the history that we know for Halloween sneaker releases to the point today that we see so many of them just kind of becomes commonplace to the point that we expect it. It's an expectation. This show is all about sneaker stories, and this show is all about talking about the positivity in the culture, even if there are some negative aspects to it. However, sneakers are really defined and sort of definitively surrounding certain personalities. And I mean that to say that when I say certain names or I give you some examples of people that have designed sneakers, you can already think of different sneaker designs, sneaker silhouettes. It's just the way that it is. When I say Travis Scott, you have a certain thought. When I say Virgil Abloh, you have a certain thought. When I say Tinker Hatfield, And when I say Kanye West, and while sneakers in this podcast is supposed to be surrounding positivity, we can't really talk about sneakers without talking about some of the people that are involved, especially now. When I say Kanye West, you think of a certain thing. You think of the Nike Air Yeezy 2s or the Air Yeezy brand, and you think of the current Adidas Yeezy line. It is what it is. Kanye West and his name, his brand, his designs are really synonymous with sneakers these days, and they have been for quite a while. And he has been in the news. He has been in the news for a lot of unsavory things, a lot of unpopular opinions, unpopular words, and a lot of very erratic actions. I don't think that that's taking any liberties against Mr. West or Yee or whatever you want to call him. I think that just is stating the facts. That's what we are seeing today. He has made the news recently for a litany of words that he has used in the social media space and also in the podcasting space. And he has been banned from Adidas, or at least that contract has been terminated. Other brands have also followed suit like Balenciaga, like Gap, and pretty much he is starting to lose more and more credibility by the day. This episode is not meant to talk about the things that he said, to talk about his actions, or to really pass judgment on Kanye as an individual, but we can't talk about sneakers without talking about him in some fashion. And I think today, in today's world anyway, what we generally tend to do is to find something that's unsavory, that we don't agree with, and try to erase it from our lexicon. It's not really how society works. We can't talk about sneakers without mentioning Kanye's name. And therefore, we can't talk about Kanye without mentioning his actions, anti-Semitism, the things that he said about George Floyd, all the actions that we saw relating to his relationship with Kim Kardashian, the divorce, her relationship with Pete Davidson, all of that stuff is embedded into this. Of course, if you add in his presidential run from 2020, which was nothing short of a joke, no offense to him, but it was nothing short of a joke. And we know that a lot of people were very baffled by the whole thing, especially people that he was at least trying to placate to. And what we have seen is Kanye is now very much in the conservative space. He wants to buy parlor. He wants to have free speech. All these types of things that we have associated with very strict conservatism and honestly radicalized behavior. However, Adidas has been a partner of his since 2015. And we know that the amount of work that he has done, the silhouettes that he has created, the colorways that have been released have made that company and Kanye millions, if not billions of dollars so far. It's nearing the end of 2022. Their partnership started in 2015. And there have just been a litany of shoes that have come out 
that have released, that have sold out, re-released, sold out again, re-re-re-released, sold out again, and you get it. That's where it goes. Kanye has made a lot of money. Adidas has made a lot of money. The two have been at odds with each other, I would say, probably for the past year or so. But then again, Kanye has been at odds with a lot of other folks, so it's not really a stretch to say that they are at odds. But one of the things that has stuck out that I talked about in another podcast earlier this year was his relationship with Adidas and how it had been strained on Yeezy Day. Yeezy Day was created in 2019 as sort of a promotional gimmick for Adidas and the Yeezy brand. It's meant to sell hope to us sneakerheads, but if you've been a part of the game long enough, you know that Yeezy Day is nothing short of promotion. That's all that it is. It gets eyes on the product, clicks on the website, and so rarely do you hit anyway, but you don't hit it any larger of a clip here. It's just giving you an opportunity, much like the lottery, to essentially strike gold by getting a colorway or a silhouette that maybe you missed out on and have always wanted. And they have been at odds there because Kanye has been saying that Adidas Adidas has taken liberties and is doing things without his permission. We've also seen Adidas come out with silhouettes, new silhouettes that they're claiming are their own original designs, and they look a lot like Yeezy designs, designs that Kanye has come out with himself. And really where we are now is that Adidas has decided to drop Kanye from their contract, and he is basically a free agent in the sneaker design game. But one part of this that I thought was very, very interesting, and that is really worth a discussion here, and that's where the cold open of the show happened, is that Adidas is saying that they own all of the designs of Yeezy, and they are still going to release those shoes just without the Yeezy branding. Before we get into the nuances of that, I just want to say something about Adidas as a company. Adidas as a company is just like any other large corporation. In many episodes on this show, and one most recently about reselling, I talked about the fact that these companies and corporations are out for one thing, and that is to line their bottom line. It just is what it is. They're going to line their pockets and they are going to do what they feel is best to make their company more and more expensive. And you, the consumer, continue to buy, buy, buy so their bottom line continues to rise. The CEOs at Adidas don't care about Yeezys in terms of the culture. The CEOs at Nikes don't care about Jordans and other Nike silhouettes in terms of sneaker culture. They care about the culture when what the culture can bring them, and that is dollars. 100% hard stop. I'm not going to be taken off of that hill. That is what it is. Sure, there are a lot of people within those companies, Adidas and Nike specifically, who care very deeply about sneakers, who care very deeply about sneaker design and are passionate about the culture. I do understand that, but I'm talking about the people making these decisions. At the beginning of the pandemic, when we didn't know a whole lot, and now hindsight is always 2020, we know more now than we did then, and maybe we made a lot of mistakes during the pandemic. And again, this is not about debating whether we handled the pandemic right. But Adidas at the time was very staunch in their inability to basically make it easier for their employees to work from home and stay safe in a time when we had no information. They were very slow to do that. They're getting a lot of praise for finally cutting Kanye loose from their contract. But I want to also say that it took them a couple of weeks of his actions to do so. Actually, it's taken them years to do this. It's not as if Kanye woke up the other day and all of a sudden he's an anti-Semite. All of a sudden he doesn't believe that George Floyd was murdered. All these things have been percolating in his head. All of these things have been set up much like a body shot in boxing. It's set up, it aggregates, and finally the wound opens and it opens up the head for that knockout. And we're kind of getting there with Kanye. But I think a lot of people are looking at Kanye these days and thinking that all of a sudden he woke up and he's this erratic person. He's been making controversial comments like this forever. 
Remember when he said about George W. Bush that George W. Bush doesn't like black people or doesn't care about black people? That was after Hurricane Katrina. And there are a lot of criticisms that can be had about the Bush administration's handling of post-Katrina New Orleans. You can certainly say that. And the things that he is saying now are very much in line with what he was saying before. His behavior has become more and more erratic as we at least can assume that he has been less and less medicated. And we know that mental health is very, very important in this country. We put a premium on it now. We try to make sure that we handle it as best we can. And I don't know what Kanye is doing outside of the stuff that we see in the news. I don't know what he's doing in terms of his mental health. I do not know if he's medicated. Honestly, it's not my business to know. It's not any of our business to know. Whose business it is to know are the businesses in which he has contracts. And what we have seen over the last decade or so is that when Kanye gets in bed with a large designer, let's talk about Louis Vuitton, let's talk about Nike, and let's talk about Adidas, he has had some kind of a falling out with them that has not been on the best of terms. His relationship with Nike produced some of the most iconic sneakers of all time. The Air Yeezys are iconic. The Air Yeezy 2 is iconic. And all of a sudden, his contract was terminated by Nike. And he said he didn't know what the deal was. And then he went to Adidas. And Adidas gave him the world. And he gave them the world. They have mutually benefited from each other. And all of a sudden now, we're saying that Adidas is great because they dropped Kanye. And Kanye all of a sudden woke up and he is this person. He's always been that person. Adidas was going to keep him as long as he could benefit their bottom line. And what they found out is that public backlash was going to be so swift that they were going to lose millions in profits. And maybe they are going to lose in the short term by dropping him. But the whole topic of this episode was, is a Yeezy still a Yeezy if it doesn't have the Yeezy name on it? And Adidas is saying that they are going to sell these products regardless of whether Yeezy, the name, is on it. And I ask you a fundamental question. Do you care? Does it matter that the Yeezy is related to Kanye West or do you at this point, because it has been so synonymous with the culture, it's pretty much embedded in the culture now that it's never new. Do you basically just see it as another part that has been assimilated into the culture? I always wonder about this, like Air Jordans now. I talk about this with old heads, retro Air Jordans, Air Jordan 1s, 3s, 4s, whatever the case may be. What's the, what's the majority of people now who associate them with Michael Jordan? What is the percentage of people who buy them because they are related to Michael Jordan? Or do they buy them because they are associated with other people that are more up to the times, like Travis Scott, for instance? I don't know. I'm not really sure the answer to that. I know that when I see a shoe, I can appreciate the history that goes into it. Kanye's relationship with Adidas has been around since 2015. And when they came out with the 350s, it changed the game. The Yeezy 350s were absolutely game-changing to the point that the 350 V2 became one of the most best-selling shoes of all time. And think about how many colorways have been made of it. But I ask you this. If you went to a store and you saw a pair that looked like that but it did not have the Yeezy brand, would you still buy it? Do you still consider it a Yeezy? Is it fair to say that without that branding, which by the way is only on the inside of the shoe, that it's always really been an Adidas shoe. It just happens to have a celebrity personality tied to it. Now, I want to say this. A lot of people maybe still buy these shoes because of its relation to Kanye. Maybe they don't. I know that I don't. I don't actually care the fact that they are related to him because he's never been somebody in my personal space that has been influential on me at any point in time. Then again, I'm not really part of that demographic, and I certainly recognize that. But there are a lot of people for whom Kanye has been very influential. Shoot, there's actually a whole litany of rappers today that are directly influenced from Kanye West. And maybe there are people for whom designing sneakers today is related to the work that Kanye's done. But I'm talking about your average sneaker consumer. 
some of the things that I've seen in the Twitter space has been kind of interesting and kind of amusing, if you ask me. And one of them is all these people that are burning their Yeezy collection. Now, I got to say this, when it comes to outrage, I feel like a lot of people today don't understand the nuances of the outrage that they are performing. A lot of people see something today and they want to point out in virtue signal and say, hey, that's wrong. We should never do that. But they never actually have any type of a solution for it. So when I see protests, protests in and of itself isn't bad, but I want people to understand the nuances and the depth of their protests. And when you look at all the companies out in the world, they're all going to have uncomfortable truths. It's just 100% part of the deal. When we talk about all these companies during 2020 after George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, which they do, but these companies are saying it because it's a great PR move. But when you see where their money is going, it's going to Republican campaigns. It's going to Trump-funded campaigns. That's what they do in their side job because the government makes it so they don't have to pay any taxes. So Adidas is going to sell these shoes now. And a lot of people are saying that they don't want to buy them because they're not Yeezys. But I ask you, is there any difference between a Yeezy that's not a Yeezy and a Rep Yeezy? It's a fundamental question that I think bears some semblance of a debate here. When I think about Rep sneakers, and I've always said this, if you're somebody who doesn't believe in reps, no judgment here. Absolutely no judgment. I don't care. But if you take a pair of Rep Yeezys and then you take a pair of these quote unquote Yeezys that Adidas is going to continue to sell, let's take the 350 V2s, for instance, two exactly the same looking shoes. One of them has Yeezy branding, but it's a fake. The other one has no Yeezy branding, but it's actually a real shoe. Is there really any fundamental difference? Is Adidas going to try to pull the wool over our eyes and say it's the same thing and charge us the same price? You can actually make somewhat of a vote and make it heard with your money by not buying these shoes. And does it make it any different? Is Adidas missing the boat here? Are they missing the boat by saying, yeah, we want to get Kanye out of here, but we still want to traffic in everything that is around his design. And that's part of the outrage. The outrage here comes from Adidas basically saying, hey, we want the PR stunt because we want to say, yeah, we don't believe in any of this. We need to get this guy out of here. But behind closed doors, they love the fact that they own these designs and they're going to make money off of it. Say what you will about whether Adidas should be doing this or not. I don't believe that they should. I understand how from a business perspective and a contracts perspective, they own the rights to these shoes. It's something that was written in the contract. Kanye knew about this, or at least his lawyers knew about this, and they didn't do anything to stop it. But don't feel bad for Kanye. Kanye has made a lot of money. Adidas has made a lot of money. Adidas is now going to double down and try to make even more money. So while they're going to try to make you believe that they don't believe in Kanye and the anti-Semitism and all that, they are going to take something that came out of his brain and try to continue to make money off of it. And we are probably going to buy it. 100% that's how it's going to happen. And you know what? No shade if we're going to buy it. We all can make choices with our money. We all can make choices with our lives. And to me, if you don't believe in what Kanye West is doing, there are other ways in which you can make your voice heard. You can make it heard by not supporting anything that he does specifically, not supporting the charities that maybe he wants you to support, not listening to his music, not buying his product. You're not going to show up Kanye by burning your Yeezys and you're not going to necessarily support him by continuing to wear them. And you're not going to support him by continuing to buy the products that aren't labeled Yeezy. But when I look at this debate, I feel like Adidas is well within their right to continue to do this, but I don't agree with the move. I understand it from a business perspective, but if Adidas wanted to truly sell me on how moral they are and how much they believe in the right cause, then they would just drop all of this altogether. They would get away from all of the designs. They would get away from all of the similarities that come with the Yeezy products and just move on. Other companies are being approached by Kanye and they're not biting. Gap dropped all of their stuff. Skechers was approached by Kanye. They don't want any part of him. That is how you actually stick it to Kanye by not working with him. 
But Adidas is not blameless here. And I think that we need to wait and see on the Kanye stuff because I do feel like a, I'm a little bit concerned for him, but I don't know enough to really have a judgment. I don't know enough to judge everything that he is saying. I can listen to what he's saying and think, huh, that's kind of weird. But at the same time, I don't know what's going on in his life. What I can tell you from my personal experience is that Yeezy brand and the Yeezy shoes will always have a place in sneaker history. There's no doubt about that. They changed the game. They made so many things cool again, like dad shoes, the Yeezy 700s, the Wave Runners. Those are amazing. They will always be amazing. Whether they have a Yeezy brand on it or not, they will always be amazing. And Kanye is directly responsible for that. No matter how much canceling they want to do, he was responsible for that. And so I want us all to remember that. The corporations want our money and they want to be able to make as much of it as possible. And no matter what they do in the public space, they will always, always, always do what is in their best interest. What are some of your favorite Yeezys out there? Reach out. Fire Footwear Pod on IG, at Maddie Ice Freights on Twitter. You can visit MattyIceMedia.com to find this podcast, but also other podcasts that we have as a part of our network. I would love to know how you feel about this. I would love to know if it changes your view on Yeezys or if those shoes will always be iconic no matter what happened with the artist. I hope that this finds you well. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And as always, this is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.